Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Eldar Basic, and today you and I are going to be sitting down and talking about the PlayStation 5 event. Yes, that's right. I wanted to get behind the mic and just, just kind of talk about everything that Sony showed us yesterday. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable amount of stuff. It was really cool. Not, I mean... I guess the only thing that wasn't really cool was the fact that they may or may not have led the show with uh, Grand Theft Auto V. But more on that a little bit later. Dude, we got Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, which, just to clarify, isn't necessarily a sequel to Insomniac Spider-Man. It is more of a... Well, it's kind of like an Uncharted Lost Legacy or like an infamous First Light sort of deal where... It's more or less an expansion to the original game. Um, you know, for everybody that played 2018 Spider-Man by Insomniac Games, you fell in love probably with Miles Morales as a, as a side character. The, oh man, the the part where, well, no, no spoilers, but there was, there was some lovely interaction between um, our very own neighborhood Spider-Man, Peter Parker, and Miles Morales. So... That being said, I'm really excited for that one. Um, I don't know, you know, the the original game wasn't wasn't super long, and I think I think experiencing Miles Morales' story and his his experience as Spider-Man um, on PlayStation Five when it launches, if 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 it's a launch window game, I'm not 100% sure, but I mean, look, if Spider-Man Miles Morales, um, Horizon, <laughs> Horizon, Horizon. Forbidden West, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Gran Turismo 7 are launch games. I mean, that would that would that would probably be one of the most stacked, well-to-do launch lineups of all time. I would I would think, right? Because the PlayStation 4, you know, it launched with some pretty good games. It launched with Resogun, which was an awesome um, indie by Housemark. But I don't I don't I'm not 100 certain that it was it was a strong console launch but like if these are launch games not launch window mind you if these are launch games that's going to be one of the strongest launch lineups ever right so anyway the show started we saw grand theft auto 5 uh some sort of enhanced edition of the game which a lot of people you know are excited about obviously that game makes tremendous amounts of money and is tremendously popular so either way the show opened up and i mean you know, everyone was a little bit like, okay, cool, <laughs> let's let's go ahead and move on. But don't forget, that game, Grand Theft Auto V, constantly um, tops the NPD. So, you know, before you poo-poo it, just understand that, that that game makes a ridiculous amount of money. So, yeah, we were, you know, inundated with tons of PlayStation iconography. Then the show, I would say it formally opens up kind of maybe in a weird time with Jim Ryan, president and CEO Sony Interactive Entertainment. He's he's talking about the future, and then it, it it goes off and just with that explosive Miles Morales trailer, right? It, it's not a, it's not even like a super long trailer. It's maybe an hour and a half, give or take, and it ends with "Be yourself," right? Be greater. I love it. Holiday 2020, right? And so you know, I guess we'll see if it's, it's if it's a launch window, and then we go to Kazunori Yamauchi. Um, he is obviously in charge of. Well, I don't know exactly what department he's in charge of at Polyphony, but Polyphony, you know them as the Gran Turismo Studio. We get a really cool, really nice, high-gloss, very reflective trailer 
of Gran Turismo 7, which a lot of people have been kind of speculating beforehand, but if it really looks as good as they say, and if it looks as really, I'm sorry, if it looks as good as this trailer seems to indicate that it will, I think that's going to be really, really great, because I, I played Grid on, well, admittedly, I played on Stadia, not maybe like a month ago, and I'm just kind of itching for that car feel. So anyway, right after that, we get uh, pro probably my favorite trailer of the show. Maybe second favorite. I haven't really decided whether or not I prefer the Ratchet & Clank uh, Rift Apart or the Demon Souls remake trailer. But we get this beautiful, Pixar-esque, this just amazing trailer of Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Which seems to show actual gameplay. Because that game, like the, the original Ratchet & Clank remake that came out in 2016, that was a phenomenal like remake it, it looked as good as it played you know sometimes even i actually replayed that game last week and and to this day i still gotta say that game is stunning and it was interesting because prior to the reveal of rift apart you would see on twitter i think people were people were saying stuff like ratchet and clank would would knack right it was really it was really weird but anyway the trailer concludes with an unknown female protagonist antagonist She's stylized in kind of a protagonistic way, so I guess we'll see. Anyway, um, I'm obviously really excited for it. I played the original Ratchet & Clank remake uh, six, maybe seven times. I don't, I can't, I lost track. I got the platinum for it. I, I, I really do love that game and how polished and just absolutely like perfect that is, I think. So, so anyway, then we have Marcus Smith talking a little bit about the future of Insomnia Games. And then uh, we go ahead and move on, and he kind of shows us a little bit more gameplay. Right, then we see Project Athia, which is a Square Enix uh, IP, and a new one at that. It, it looks interesting. It's kind of tough to say if, if I were to compare it to anything. I don't know, I would, I would kind of say it looks a little bit like a really polished Dragon's Dogma. And obviously, the big reveal of that particular trailer is that it is exclusive to PlayStation 5. We skip a little bit ahead to Herman Hulse, head of Worldwide Studios. And I think it's here where people started to wonder whether or not the actual presenters of the show were CG. Because I, I didn't really get the vibe that they were CG from Jim Ryan. But I can kind of see how people thought that with Herman. Because he... he I guess his face kind of contorts in a very uncanny valley way. And I don't know if he was... Because apparently the statement from Sony is that they were recorded at home. And, you know, I just... Maybe they edited it in a weird way. Maybe it looks a little strange. With a, you know, kind of a completely black backdrop in the background. And I don't know. It just... It, it looks a little off. And I don't... I don't precisely know why. So. But anyway cool part is uh right after herman uh ceases speaking we are we're given a trailer for a housemark game um and i always i it, it, it got my interest peaked pretty pretty instantly just because it's a pretty attractive trailer but it is of course a space game and i mean sony doesn't have the best track record when it comes to backing developers that are making Space games fooled me once, No Man's Sky fooled me twice. I guess we'll see how smart, right? But anyway, it's you know it's kind of your generic space trailer. There's not really too much going on with it. Um, alien and aliens and 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 all that hibber jabber, right? 
So, take from it what you will. Pretty shortly after that, we are, uh, you know, we, we see our boy, Sackboy, he returns, which is pretty cool. And then, something I thought was really interesting was, um, it looked, you know, seeing um, a Sony PlayStation Studio use the um, All-Stars moniker again was interesting. I, for a while now, I had wondered if PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale was kind of like this blotch on Sony's record. And, you know, I mean, it looks like they're... At least they're, they're, they're supporting the branding of it, which I guess is, is, is important. So, anyway, the game itself looks pretty cool. Uh, right after that, we uh, are, you know, we're looking at a... Uh, it's kind of like a action platformer uh, in the form of uh, Kenna. Or Kenya? No, Kenna. Bridge of Spirits. And it kind of looks like if Super Lucky's Tale and Cameo from Xbox 360 had a love, you know, had a love child, right? So that's a weird kind of thought. So <laughs> I guess it's something to think about. So pretty cool reveal. After that, we get um, an Odd World game, Soulstorm. A little early to tell. Um, I remember enjoying Odd World on PlayStation One, uh, primarily in the form of a demo. And then, yeah, after that, we go into Ghostwire Tokyo. Pretty cool trailer. Um, we get to see Shinji Mikami's beautiful face one more time. Thank you for Resident Evil 4, my friend. You know, um, it, it, it's kind of hard to say what exactly this game is. Uh, it looks it looks absolutely trippy and kind of like, I don't know, like a first-person Shin Megami Tensei mixed with, I don't know, it's, it's just strange, strange game. Kind of hard to say exactly what genre even it is. I don't know, but but it's interesting because I see shades of, I guess like a comical Evil Within there, right? Um, the game after that was another space game that truly just kind of like what was it called Jet? I don't I don't really didn't really grab me at all. But I gotta say the trailer after that Gearbox Publishing. Godfall and the gameplay looks like I've said before like it looks pretty crisp in development footage captured on PlayStation 5 dev kit and Man without a HUD this game looks pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie it in line with like if Vanquish if Platinum's Vanquish had swords and shields and kind of like this Greek mythological theme to it mixed with fantasy role-playing elements Again, action RPG, maybe RPG, I don't know, but definitely action combo heavy, it seems like. Um, I was joking in my group chat that they flashed uh, Vanquish really, like, in caps, and I, I, like, I go back to the tab that's showing this gameplay whenever I was first watching it, and I just saw Vanquish on the screen, and I got really quick chills for just a second before realizing, oh, it's not really Vanquish. So, beautiful looking game, obviously Unreal Engine is in show here it obviously very very realistic very takes itself quite seriously not super cartoony but we don't obviously know too much about godfall at this time besides the fact that gearbox is publishing it fun fact i interned there uh, about two years ago where i got my start in. and then we kind of fast forward past a couple games that we'll see you know they're obviously new ips and we flash forward, and we see Mr. Yoshida himself, head of international Sony Worldwide Studios, 
And there he is. I love Shuhei Yoshida. Obviously, as a kind of funny fan, seeing his interactions with Greg Miller and Colin Moriarty back in the day always were just just a just a just a chunk of laughs, right? And so obviously Shuhei's on the screen. What does that mean, right? Obviously, it's going to be kind of an important game. And lo and behold, we are looking at the one of the biggest reveals, I think. Just as big as Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Ratchet and Clank rift apart, we get the new Horizon trailer. And I don't, I don't know what it is about this trailer that... Oh, wait, you know what? I'm completely fucking wrong. <laughs> I'm not even going to edit that. I saw a landscape, right? I got my timelines a little bit mixed up. We are met with arguably either my favorite or second favorite trailer. And that is the Demon Souls Blue Point Remaster. Obviously, goosebumps are a plenty. Um, my friend I was watching this with obviously freaked out really hard because it's Demon Souls, right? You get you got the gigantic knight there, and they're actually showing parts of the game that you play like obviously this is a very stylized cg intro but whenever at the end of this trailer when the dragon god roars and the moon is behind him and there's flame just erupting it's it's i mean it's beyond epic right we, we don't mention the word epic that often in modern language but it is epic and then we flash our demon souls on the screen blue point it's gonna be great i i mean it was it was a long rumored remake, and then we finally flashed with Japan Studio, and at this point hype is at pretty much a, a a razor's peak. I mean it's really high up because, as Tim Geddes would say, I mean you're faced with an E3 of dreams, right? Obviously it's not E3, but fade away. So right now we have what we have Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Insomniac Games. Two Insomniac Games, by the way. So they're kind of pulling in Uncharted whenever Uncharted co-develops Uncharted 3 and The Last of Us. Which is really cool. Good for them. Awesome. And then, so that's, you know, three huge games. Or I'm sorry, two huge games. I know that the Horizon, you know, this Horizon, um, they just showed the remake of, of Demon's Souls. And how do, they, how do they top that? What's what's the what's right after the... Um, well, I guess a trailer after the uh, Blue Point remake of Demon Souls, Resident Evil Village, right? Resident Evil Eight, and what an interesting trailer it is! It's not—it's not just your average. I, I mean, obviously, this is the first time we've seen Resident Evil in kind of like this almost bloodborne style of of location, right? You got werewolves and and snow, right? You don't really see snow too much in, in 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 resident evil games and you, you you know you see the umbrella logo kind of flash and everything's very ornate and it almost looks like if bloodborne and outlast 2 had a had a had a baby right and tensions are kind of high and then at the end it is revealed that ethan is still the protagonist possibly possibly ethan's in the game and he is kind of in this tense scenario situation with Chris Redfield, right? And you're faced with, oh, is he is he a bad guy? Is he the bad dude? Probably not, right? Let's be realistic. It's probably kind of a fake out like Master Chief in Halo 5. He's not really the bad guy. He's just kind of in a bad situation. Who knows? And the show, it's kind of starting to 
you know, kind of reach its end. Um, right after that, we we see something that kind of tripped me up a little bit. It's Capcom's new IP. And at first, I could have, I would have put money that it was the Kojima Spaceman, right? It wasn't, but it looks interesting. Like, I don't, I, it's, it's really tough to kind of say what it is because obviously it's a Spaceman and the action's kind of frag frenetic and it, it's called Pragmata, right? But aside from this, we don't really know too much about it. Um... Knowing Capcom's pedigree as well as I do, I can only hope that it's a combo-heavy space game. I don't. I'm not really 100% sure what type of game it's going to be, based off what we saw. But action looks pretty high, and we're probably not going to see it for a little while. They did mention that it was coming in 2022, so definitely not a launch window game at all. Um, but we'll see. It's just kind of a little tease, and there's nothing wrong with that. We don't always need gameplay, right? And then my timeline kind of starts to sync up a little bit because I, I had been talking about Horizon and then it looks like they show the Horizon trailer as either the last trailer or the second to last trailer. I'm not sure. It looks like I think it's the last trailer, but there's a lot going on in this trailer. Obviously, things are kind of at a fever pitch. Everything is kind of going bonkers and there's a lot of different scenarios like Aloy's underwater and you got underwater crocodile sharks there's like a giant octopus thing that's ravaged and underwater city Jap japanese kanji right 3d holographic dragons and uh there was like a tornado and like red lightning and when i walked away from this trailer i thought okay that was a lot of content right you got underwater settings desert settings like how like truly how big is this game Right. But I know that, you know, I remember watching a few developer interviews with what Gorilla wanted to do in the future. And it wasn't to make a more linear streamlined game. That's for sure. They definitely wanted to make something bigger. And it looks like after watching this trailer, I can kind of I kind of surmise that Gorilla wanted us to to get a sense of, I guess, culture in a more lived-in kind of situation with Horizon Forbidden West, right? I, they wanted it to feel more real. They, they definitely expanded on it. And and for that, I mean, kudos to them because it, it looks interesting. Oh, and then, obviously, we end with um, the, the Cyber Oliphants. And it looks like they have guns strapped to their trunks, which is intimidating as hell. And then Aloy draws her bow. We see the gorilla logo. And if I'm not mistaken, that is a wrap on the actual gameplay trailers of the show. Right? So then we see a few developers over at Gorilla talk about the game. And then the console. <laughs> the fun part. I think that's the part that everybody was really excited about. And it was interestingly structured by PlayStation Stone by Sony, right? They showed the controller, they showed the games. They had that weird Mark Cerny collegiate demonstration of like features and stuff like that, which was a snooze fest for a lot of people. I liked it. A lot of people thought it was a snooze fest and didn't really appreciate it. Console opens up with a very sand like I guess 
conjoining of little bubbles, and then it kind of starts to look like a PC tower, and it's taking shape, right? It's 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 quite beautiful. Everything's against this like gray gradient backdrop, and we kind of start to see something is taking shape, right? But it's impossible to tell very early on what the console was going to look like, and it starts to reveal itself, and it's wavy and it's flowy and it's really cool, like the man hours in making this CG reveal alone were probably staggering. The music swelled in the orchestra, blah, 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 the music. It's all very high tech and um, very like 1980s Apple commercially, right? Very high energy and then you see it. And it's a router. It's cool looking though. Right, it's it's very interesting, it, but it looks like a router. But it's very interesting. I I've I've gone back and forth. You see the recessed PlayStation logo. I've gone back and forth with it for a while because I guarantee that like if my parents came over and I had this sitting out, they would. If we had any internet problems, my dad would kind of automatically walk over to it and be like, "Where's the internet?" And he would like try to finagle it. I'm like, "No, dad, that's the PlayStation." And it would kind of throw him for a loop. It would throw me for a loop. I'd start crying. He'd start crying. It'd be a whole thing. Thanks, PlayStation, for that. But but it's an inter- it's such an interesting looking console, right? The design of it is strange. And I actually recently saw today people were comparing the the size of it. it it's it's supposed to be like fucking humongous because they did a one to one comparison of the disc drive, and it's tall. It's beyond tall. It's 40% taller than your PlayStation 4. And that's throwing me for a little bit of a loop because that looks huge. But it's an interesting design, right? It's it's it looks like an Xbox 360 trying to eat a PS2. It looks like I don't know. Unfortunately, it, it it's a it looks like a router. It's just a very interesting style for for a console. And it wasn't what I was expecting, to be honest, at all. My friend said it, if you twisted it around a little more, it would look like a it would look like the marker from Dead Space, and I, I can't I can't say I disagree with him. It looks like a helmet. It's so weird looking. The controller is beautiful, by the way. But anyway, so they flash it. The PS5. They show us a few more peripherals: the Dual Sense, the Dual Sense charging station, the HD camera. Obviously for VR, they're not really talking about VR a lot though. But they show the headset, the media remote, which is interesting because media remotes are seldom talked about with console reveals. With consoles in general, I don't really think anybody really talks about media remotes that much. It's pretty cool, I guess. But then Mr. Jim Ryan comes back on, tells us about the future of PlayStation. And we flash the PlayStation 5 one more time to kind of get an awesome glimpse of it. We get a sizzle reel of all the of all the games, and and we're left wondering: Is this this is easily one of the strongest reveals for a console of all time? Console itself is a little strange looking, but what a what a show, right? PlayStation came out, I think, in 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 completely full form, and I am here for it. I will be getting more more than likely I will be getting the Series X and the PlayStation 5, but after what I saw yesterday, I'm definitely getting a PlayStation 5. Because it seems like with Demon Souls, Ratchet and Clank, Miles Morales, 
and a bunch of other new IP that they're showing off. And with how good Godfall looks on on PS5 with Horizon, I mean, it's too much to pass out. It, it's, it, it is impossible for me as a dedicated student of the games industry to pass up on all of those games. So the PS5, after that showing, became mandatory for me. And I gotta say, it definitely is a little more mandatory to me than the Series X. And you know, it's interesting. I think this is one of the more definitive decisions I've made after that reveal. And what a reveal it was. Alright. Alright, guys. Either either way, thank you so much for listening to my play-by-play of the uh, PlayStation 5 reveal event that took place on June 11th. It was, a lot of, it was a lot of fun talking about it. It was a lot of fun getting hype about it with you guys. Um, a couple reminders for me, you know, um, it would definitely be super helpful if you followed me on my socials, which are Eldar basically for me personally, and on Instagram, I am, I actually have a dedicated page just for the show, uh, Eldar Talks Games, and if you want like a cohesive feed of everything I do that involves this show, then that is the place to do it. But yeah, besides that, I definitely want to know your thoughts on the PlayStation 5 event that took place yesterday. I'm going to be posting a photo that's, I guess, not only advertising this episode, but also kind of opening up a general forum so we can kind of just discuss PlayStation. And I think that's going to be really cool. But with that being said, I don't really have too much to say. I am going to, I'm probably going to jump back on my PlayStation. I'm feeling the hype. I'm going to, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to play, uh, probably play some Spider-Man or God of War or something like that. Could you imagine if they dropped God of War 2 at the very end? Holy shit, dude. That would have been insane i literally probably would have had a heart attack but anyway here i am heart attack uh i'm sorry heart intact okay that's it that's all i got see you guys welcome to the club